And to me, I, as someone who is um, apparently anti-PC, who is apparently a fascist, racist, homophobic, misogynistic, transphobic, xenophobic, um, come on, guys, going. insult me. Well, insult shit, me. Lord. Shit, Lord. shit Lord. Shit Lord. Shit Lord. Right? <laughs> a complete, total asshat shit Lord. I don't take offense to that, that you have a neutral stance, Jason. It is okay to be neutral. <laughs> but That's go fuck right. yourself. And welcome to anime to another episode of Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have our wizard of wait what, Jenota. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I was just trying to go with it. Um our Zarb Source Material John. <laughs> For those of you listening to the audio portion of that, he just took a big chug of his beer. Our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. Tanya is my Nazi queen. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Our filthy casual Jason. Delicious is justice. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Delicious is justice? Yes. <clears throat> Delicious is justice. You'll know, John, once you read Death March. Okay. Once I get further, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and our Emperor of Explosions, Riker. No. Hi. <laughs> you finally have a camera. We can see your face. That's yes. Hi. And he has two <laughs> hands. Yeah, yes. Bye. <laughs> so tell us about your camera. <laughs> Well, the camera is fine. It's just the the peripherals that came with it. Uh, I got a I got a tripod. It's about two inches, ah, eh, like three inches. It doesn't extend. That's what she said. Yeah, Aww. it's it's a mic it's a micro uh, mi- micro stand as they call it, and uh, it's a medical condition. And, <laughs> And then I got this. This that was this was eight dollars. This was fifteen dollars. And this is a lens cap. And it's 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 essentially just a plastic piece of plastic. I think that's it. It's a great. What would you out of ten? What would you give this camera? Oh my god, twelve. Twelve. What does that even mean? It's past Spinal Tap territory. It doesn't even go up to eleven. It goes up to twelve. Yeah, it went past 11. Definitely right. worth it. Buy the $15 lens cap. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A full endorsement from Riker. Um, so, this is the whole show tonight. We're doing a WTF episode, because uh, we haven't done one in a while. And, uh, yeah. So, tonight we're going to talk about whatever the hell comes across our minds. It, it may or may not even be related to anime. Um, the one thing I do want to start off with actually is related to anime. I have recently discovered... A, uh, a new website that has quickly zapped five hours of productivity from me. Um, I posted about it on our Facebook group. Uh, cup, or was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, 
It's a website called openings.moe, and you should go there, and you should fool around with it, because it is a really great website. Basically what it is, is these this group of people have collected a bunch of anime openings and endings, and a lot of them are clean openings and endings without the text and everything. And you can just watch them either on a loop, or you can watch random openings and endings forever. And it's great. And it I have lost so much. Good. It is pretty good, yes. I have lost so much productivity to this this website. And you should go there right now. Right now. Do it. <laughs> I know other people here have used it because I told you about it. It's eh. quite addictive. I will <laughs> admit to that. I, I admit like, nothing! I clicked the link and I was like, oh, an opening. X'd out. <laughs> That's the most I got out of it. You realize there's a button at the bottom that's refresh, and you just you get a new one constantly, right? Yeah, after you guys told me. You also... Share. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rolled it ten times, and every single song I've already had, so I was like, whatever. You already had. Had? Had. Had. Those songs. Okay. Downloaded. It's also, uh, worth, yeah. it's also worth noting that on this website, you can actually download every single opening and ending that they play. Not um, that we condone piracy here at Anime Club After Dark. Not that I would condone such stealing. However, you can do it. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, they are all the TV versions. They're not extended versions of the openings. So I guess that's really the only downfall of downloading it. You only get the minute and 30 seconds that appear on the show. Or movie or what have you. Um, there are also uh, like um, Easter eggs hidden in the website. Uh, if you refresh something enough times, or if you re refresh the page enough times, eventually you'll get something really funny. Oh. I found I found three of them so far. I won't spoil any anything by telling you what they are, but they're pretty funny. I don't think you should be proud that you spent enough time that you found three of these Easter eggs. <laughs> but okay, roasted. <laughs> I was too spicy right there, show. Yeah, Damn. exactly. Jesus Christ. Um, nah, it's it's a fun website. It's very addicting, and you should definitely give it a try. Yes. Um, one other thing I want to talk about that is actually uh, anime-related. Um, I know this WTF is getting off to a rousing start. Um, in honor of the quote-unquote 100th anniversary of anime, um, the Japanese National Museum, of, National Museum of Modern Art, Jesus Christ, that's three times I've fucked that up, um, has uh, launched a site on the, or a, a page uh, where you can go to. Uh, it's animation.filmarchives.jp uh, slash works. Uh, and they have 64 different anime films uh, up there that have debuted between 1917 and 1941. So if you're like, interested in the history of anime or you're interested in like where anime came from, uh, I highly recommend you check it out because... Um, it, it's got some interesting stuff on it. Some of it might freak you out. It is all in black and white, but it is also all subtitled in English, too. So there's that. <laughs> wow, that, was, your, that was nice. John, that's what John thinks of that. That's what I think of your black and white old shit is not that great. <laughs> dude, like, I, I watched one of them stealthily, and I'm just like, dude, whatever. It's like 1917. I, it's neat that it's origin. Like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, it's neat. But... I mean, anime has evolved so far as a medium that there are certain standards that I at least like to adhere to. Um, one Damn. being that the you know the stories that they're doing is just like you ever seen like uh, the Hungry Caterpillar? You ever read yeah. that 
that kindergarten book. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that, dude. Like, this animation level. It's like, that's, that's just me, though, you know. If you, if you like cool old shit from 1917s, black and white, looking like the Hungry Caterpillar, you know, do you, fam. Whatever. <laughs> I would um, like to point out that the Hungry Caterpillar is actually in color. Yeah, but I'm saying the animation, you know, how it's like cut, paste, and it's not even as good as South Park. Like, come on, doc. It was 19-fucking-17! I'm willing to bet The Hungry Caterpillar has better animation than Handshakers, so that's something. <laughs> You're never going to stop roasting that show, are you? Well, it's better like... animation than Kimono Friends, which is, like, the biggest show of the season. Um... That's disgusting. That is literally disgusting. That That is the most, like, liked show in Japan this season. By, by a lot. But Alex like, is so kawaii. Kimono Friends? Kimono Friends. The first episode has like 2 million views, so it's the highest viewed show of the, the year on like the number one Japanese streaming site. And then the second highest show is Konosubo with like 600,000. So two, 2 million compared to 600,000. Wow. Three times better. Holy shit. Holy shit. And the Blu-rays, they stopped accepting pre-orders of the Blu-rays because there were too many pre-orders coming Jesus in. Jesus Christ. I really don't understand the Blu-ray demand because that show's not that pretty. I mean, I haven't watched it, so I can't say. Maybe it's it'll, be, it'll surprise you. Like, it might be a really good written show, like My Little Pony, for example. John, please. Oh my. please I knew please. you were gonna go there. I have to, look hey, at Riker. look at Riker. It's He's a really good <laughs> written show. Fuck off. Riker's season one so and two are great. Everything after season two, though, not that good. Riker's so salty. He shut the lens cap. You can't I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this to my advantage. Pay fifty dollars <laughs> for this. Not salty at all, are you? Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I can understand Konosuba being up there because, like, have you seen Konosuba season two? It's pretty fucking great. I mean, I despite I despite the sometimes janky animation and, and art I style. Lo I love the animation oh, art I love style in Konosuba. I love it because I think it works to the, the advantage of the show's comedy, personally, but... The new episode today was... What a great episode. You should probably watch more than two episodes. Oh man, I'm caught up. And Riker's right. It's pretty good. I mean, now, I, I posted that, that thing on our chat where you know, I watched one episode of Konosuba. I watched one episode of Dragon Maid. Dragon Maid was pretty funny. I, I laughed. Then, um... I watched Konosuba, even more laughs, you know. Then I watched Gintama, just a random-ass episode. The one where Kagura can't go to sleep. And I just oh my god. After, dude. I was like, that dude. episode's so funny. I know. They're, tell they're telling the, the, the sweet go-to-sleep <laughs> story about the dog, and then it turns into, like, this depressing... And then it turns into a horror story. <laughs> it's so good. I loved it. Oh, uh, I'm dying. I am dying. I'm playing a video game now. We can, we can hear you. Good. It's not, surprisingly, not Blade and Soul this time. No, no, I know. I just got done playing that. <laughs> um, Riker, do you agree with me that the second season of Konosuba is funnier than the first? Yeah, I would say so. I would. Oh, Jason just ran away. Jason was like, "Nah, fuck that." Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think that I think that's the general reaction to the show as well. It's. I think it scored a lot higher on now. It is. Um... Interesting, interesting that you bring that up. I just noticed today, I don't know if it happened today or within the last week, I haven't really been paying attention to airing anime pretty much, but I noticed it today on the airing anime uh, list 
that Rakugo, the second season of Rakugo, has actually overtaken the second season of Konosuba for the most, the highest rated, uh, the third highest rated airing anime this season. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm sure it also has a much lower view count, so it's a lot easier to raise the score. That's true. It, the, the average is definitely easier to raise when you do that. Um, I think that, from what I've heard, I, I know for a fact the general consensus uh, is that the second season of Konosuba is funnier than the first. From what I'm hearing from people who are watching it, I, I fully intend to watch the second season of Rakugo, but I'm not. I'm going to wait till after the season's over with. Uh, but from what I'm hearing, a lot of people seem to think that the second season of Rakugo is better than the first season, too. I might have to agree after not the most recent episode, but the one before. Yeah, I might also have to agree, but we'll see how it ends. So, Studio Dean, definitely saving anime? Yes. Studio if you mention Super, so if you mention Super Lovers, I'm going to smack you. I will hey, actually do it in for Japan, me. <laughs> in Japan, the ratings don't lie, man. They are saving anime. One shot at a time. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Um, yes. The season is pretty good, though, in my opinion. Wow. Kuzuno Honkai has been dropping in score. What? I, know, what? And I, I don't understand that. It's getting better and better. I think it's that people have pretty much found no character that is a decent human being <laughs> left in the show. I mean, I that's, mean very true. that's the point. So, I mean, the show is called Scum's Wish. The characters are pretty scummy. Yeah, it's basically what I expected. So I'm loving it. I haven't seen the. I didn't see last week's episode yet. I expected nothing going into this show. I The only reason I watch is because the show told me, hey, you should watch this show. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And I watched the first episode. I was like, holy shit, this is really good. And it is really good. If you if you aren't watching Scum's Wish, um, not that I condone such things. Not that anyone here condones such things as watching things illegally. But you should watch it. Regardless of whether you have Amazon streaming service thingy. Strike. Strike, yes. All I gotta say is fuck Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not saying anything. Making me pay nope. an extra five bucks for something I already paid for. That's bullshit. <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the employee who works for the company. Well, no, nah, nah, we gotta put all the blame on you, dude. You are the face of the company. You're the only representative that I have attached to the company, therefore I need to vent all my anger at you. No, I'm the only representative you personally know. Nah, see. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care enough about... Who's <laughs> <laughs> oh no Honkai. This is a great episode, guys. I'm, I'm playing video games. There's a Chinese dude just yelling in my ear, telling me to save him. In broken English, and I just want to go. You fry right? You fry right? <laughs> oh well, that's it. That that that's joke right there is a, for the day. Yes, it is. No, that's a good transition to what into what we're actually going to talk about. Outliners. Uh, Riker, go, go, Riker. You got this. I'm taking the lead with this. Yes, because, <laughs> because we want to hear you talk about this. Okay. Well, this is kind of old now. Is the whole uh, PewDiePie thing that ended up kind of blowing up in Wall Street Journal's face, but it was the uh, Wall Street Journal posted that article, it was like PewDiePie, or no, it was Disney and Maker Studios cut ties with PewDiePie due to anti-Semitic posts, and then they, they made a, they 
talked about how he made a bunch of Hitler jokes, and then they went through all of his videos and found eight instances since August of, I guess, last year where he had made Nazi jokes. And everybody blew up and everybody was, all the news sources were calling him an anti-Semite, blah, 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 blah. And they're all dumb. They're all stupid, and there's a reason why it blew up in their faces, and that's because people knew it was a joke. Like it was, it was clearly just a media source trying to get clicks. Like that's that's what it is, and that's what the media is becoming because they don't understand new age media. They don't understand why a guy who can scream about games on YouTube can garner a viewership of 50 million people, whereas the Wall Street Journal, a you know, a fledgling newspaper. Uh, well, a well-established a well-established well news source that's used internationally for the last who knows how long is years. is completely failing. Yet this one guy who screams about scary video games on YouTube has is able to make enough money and garner enough viewership to buy the Wall Street Journal. Like, yeah. so I mean, of course, the the like you even he in his response video he talked about like how how he's been treated by the media and stuff like that and. And a bunch of YouTubers came out and said, you know, oh, his jokes weren't great and all that stuff. And honestly, his his death to all Jews joke, which actually isn't as bad as people had been putting it out there because they, everybody drops off the punchline. It's not just death to all Jews. It's death to all Jews subscribe to Keemstar, which makes people <laughs> know it's a joke. If you just say If you just say death to all Jews, it's not funny. But if you put subscribe to Keemstar at the end... It's funny because he's a known racist on YouTube. And so, you know, it's it's really just... Also, the Wall Street Journal never even contacted him about the whole thing. So they just started going out to his sponsors and, and you know, pointing at, you know, hey, he's making Nazi jokes, he's a racist, and all this shit. And it blew up in their faces, and now you have, like, you know, Twitter groups that are called, like, Fuck Wall Street Journal that have more followers than the actual Wall Street Journal. Like... <laughs> You have, like, hashtag I stand with PewDiePie was trending for days, and the, they actually even went through one of, like, one of the head writers at the Wall Street Journal, and he tweeted out Nazi jokes, like, two months ago, like, that were just as bad and not as funny, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's hypocritical of them to even post this article in the first place, and then you have people like J.K. Rowling coming out and going, uh, <laughs> she tweeted for people that think fascism is like in like i don't remember she calls him a fascist which is come on just watch the videos nobody watched the videos and you know and then it blew up into this whole thing where now there's sides where it's pc culture against anti-pc culture when it really should be this is a shitty article from the wall street journal shit on them <laughs> that's what that's what it should be like that's, PC I mean, culture that's is fascism, though. Like, this is so funny. These fascists that say they're not fascists and everyone else is a fascist. Like, I fucking... Political correctness can eat a fucking dick. Holy shit. Mm. Everyone needs to stop being special snowflakes and stop looking so deeply into... Like, PewDiePie, for example. I, I personally don't like his content, you know? Like, his old content. I'm just like, whatever, you know? He's just a dude who's screaming into the... Doing reaction shit. I'm like, whatever, dude. It's not that entertaining. But I'm not going to go out and be like, well, since I don't like his type of content, he's a fucking uh, anti-Semite. He, he hates Jews. He hails Hitler and all that shit. Like, no. You will need to calm their fucking shit. But, like, uh, like, even still, like, the argument that his joke wasn't funny 
or didn't land doesn't even stand up. Like, look at the video. The video has, like, 200,000 likes and, like, 8,000 dislikes and has millions of views. And everybody I mean, in the it, comments is like, dude, this is a, one of the funniest videos you've made. Like, it, that's like, all personal people, preference, you know? Like, yeah, and people, but, <laughs> but his fans knew it was a joke. And then you had people coming in that weren't his fans and aren't used to his humor. Because PewDiePie has essentially become a washed out version of Pink Guy or Filthy Frank. Like, it's very, his, his humor is very anti-PC. He kind of tries, he likes to push the boundaries. And honestly, I can totally understand why Disney and Maker Studios completely cut ties with him. The only one I, the only thing I don't really understand is why YouTube would cancel his show, his YouTube Red show, because it's the only reason anybody was going to use YouTube Red, I'm yeah, sure. It was, it was definitely it's, one of the reasons that a lot of people <laughs> subscribed to it. Yeah, like, they, they well, literally. The reason they, for that is just, you know, it's business. They don't. It doesn't matter if PewDiePie was in the wrong or the right. It's just bad for business if all these fucking old-ass companies, for some reason, don't like this guy's content. It's like, well, since they don't like you and they think you're racist, then I guess we we can't have you on here. Like, they, they'd rather save face do that and then try to act like everything's fine later on. Like, it happens to a bunch of YouTubers. It's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's a business, you know? You, you gotta understand. Just like how if you work for a major corporate business... And you get charged with, like, some stupid shit, like, oh, someone called you a rapist, for example. But it was all made of bullshit. It doesn't matter. By the time everything gets settled, you know, the dust settles, they've already let you go, and everyone thinks you're a fucking rapist, even though you're innocent. It was all made up because some stupid girl was just trying to get you in trouble. It's just, that's what happens in this PC fucking culture, because everyone's so afraid of stepping on toes. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Um, I'm really triggered, because for, for one thing... My friends and I, we call each other faggots all the time. Like, sup, faggot, you know? It's a term of endearment for us. We don't actually mean, like, oh, it's a derogatory term or anything, like, calling him gay. It's just what we call each other because we're just like, oh, well, you're a faggot for not wanting to show up to my birthday party. Well, you know, it's just a word we say. The context that we mean it in is more friendship than it is derogatory. And, you know, just... It's about the context in which you use the words, but people freak the fuck out just because you use a word. It's just a word. There's nothing wrong. Like, like the I-dubs versus what, that one girl, what's her name? One where he goes, say nigger to her, like, uh, was it? Tana Mongu. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he does a perfect example of just explaining, like, how, how he uses it. He uses it as a joke, you know? And he even says, like, he knows it's not that funny, but he chose to use that as a joke. Versus her, who calls him out on it, she uses it as a derogatory term to put someone down. And that's the context that she uses it in versus Idubs, who just used it as just a, it's a joke. He, he, you know, he's not, if you watch his videos, like you, you said about PewDiePie, if you watch Idubs videos, you know, he's just fucking kidding around. You know, he, he gets triggered and he just reacts to shit. Just like Ethan and Hilo, just like uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Filthy Frank does it too, where he yeah. has the cringe of the week videos, you know? And it's just ridiculous yeah. how far this PC culture has gotten. Where you can't say anything at all, and you have to abide by these rules. Otherwise, they label you as some racist without even knowing the damn facts. Well, I mean, yeah, well, what it comes down to is, is context is important. And uh, that's what a lot of people, I think, a lot of people that were anti-PewDiePie kind of... I, I kept seeing the argument, context doesn't matter, you know, stuff like that. And I think uh, Ricky Gervais used to always... He, he talks about this quite a bit on how he thinks you can make a joke about anything but the context has to be right and if the context isn't right you're gonna have to pay the consequences for it 
And that's just something that you have to know. And I think PewDiePie knew that when he was making jokes like that. Like, I mean, from from what I've seen so far, he doesn't really seem like he's too upset about the whole thing. Um, I just I, I think it's pretty shitty that YouTube canceled the show, though, because the show was already filmed. It was practically already done. So they essentially, you know, and, and a lot of people worked on it. So they essentially just threw out all the work that hundreds of people put into it, including Jewish people, which is funny because, you know, now they're they're hurting Jewish people. You know, I I think H three H three talked about that. He he was a guest appearance on one of the episodes, and like you know, it was a good way to promote his channel and all that. And now the show's not going to happen, so that goes away. So they they essentially, by freaking out about a Nazi joke, they negatively impacted a Jewish person. Like, whereas some Jewish people that got offended by the joke weren't actually negatively in, impacted by this joke. They were just like, oh. Well, that's offensive, and they move on with their lives. Whereas this guy's li- literally losing money, essentially, because of this. It's, I don't know, it's it's a really shitty situation. Like I said, it was handled terribly, and it really shouldn't have become a big PC thing. It really should have just been, hey, you know, Wall Street Journal's taking shots at PewDiePie. Who cares? Move on. But it blew up into this whole thing, and you got, you know, everybody on YouTube talking about it. Yeah, I mean, most I don't I haven't seen anybody that's been negative PewDiePie. Even the people that initially came out and said they were they were like, "Oh, PewDiePie's an idiot for making jokes like this." They've all come out now and said like, "I was an idiot for saying that." And I don't know if it's because they they got backlash for that initial reaction. Like uh, Jack Septicai, I don't I've never watched any of his videos. I don't really know anything about him, but uh, I guess he's best friends with PewDiePie, and he he essentially came out with a video where he was like, you know, I don't think the jokes were right. I think PewDiePie deserves to suffer these consequences, you know. And as much as I am his friend, he's an idiot. <laughs> and and then he came out, like, literally six hours later and was like, I'm sorry, everybody, I was wrong. I really regret making that video on Twitter. So, like, I, I don't know. It, it became this... It's it's really... It's pushing this... this it's also pushing this argument forward that all m- news media is fake news. And... That's honestly that negatively impacts actual fake or actual news outlets because I mean now nobody treats anything from the news as like factual or nobody takes it seriously anymore and I mean this like we're like in an era of fake news <laughs> and and stuff like this pushes it so much farther like than it need like if if people would have just gone shitty joke move on then none of this would have been a problem you and, know what this all reminds me of. Anchorman oh. 2. <laughs> like, this entire situation where they make up fake news, like, just so they could be the first one to report some crazy shit at some absurd time, but it gets them money. It gets them well-known. It does. People it are... total, it, it, I mean, it works. It gets the clicks. Yeah, because people don't fact-check. You know, No one cares enough to actually look up, well, was this actually correct? Well, what are they actually talking about? They just see... Well, Gawker said this, so it must be true. Like, do you understand what Gawker is? <laughs> do you understand what the Onion is? <laughs> They're no, the I same mean, type. It, of- it, it points. It points to this fact that it's it's sad that it's it's come to this, but in the last few years, it's basically become how the news media used to fact check the truth, and now the truth fact checks the media. And that's kind of due to like how people consume media nowadays. You know, like there is a ticking time clock on all news. They need to get it out within a certain time frame. And, you know, 
sometimes it's just not possible to fact check completely before letting it out because that's how you get your views. Like, why, why would I care about something that you report about two hours after it happened when there's five other news channels that already told me what happened? Like, unless you bring something that's so crazy to the table afterward, I'm not going to care enough to watch your news. Or unless you bring something new about the story. And even then, you, you, it's a business. It's all it a is. business. It is. Yeah, but I mean, like, just my view on this whole thing is that if the PC community wouldn't be so vicious about pushing PC culture on things, there wouldn't be a backlash to it. There wouldn't be s such a negative, like, no, I don't, I don't want that. Like, if people were just like, hey, man, you know, that's a shitty thing to say, and then moved on, I feel like there wouldn't be this whole, you know, oh, fuck PC culture, you know, Jew jokes are fine, we can make Jew jokes anywhere, we can say the N-word as much as we want. Like, if people just went, hey, man, you know, that's not cool, then people would, I, I feel like people would take that more seriously than writing a damn article going, this guy is a fucking anti-Semite, he's a racist, and you should burn all of his stuff to the ground, and we want him to lose all of his subscribers and his job. People, people, when you take that approach, people push back. And if you just go, this guy made a really off-color joke and it's not funny, people go, yeah, you're right. But when you go, this guy's a racist, let's kill him, everybody goes, no, what the fuck are you doing? That's shitty. What's wrong with you? Fuck PC culture. So, like, it, like everything in this country, I feel like, has, has come about because of that. Like, all the, the shitty shit that's been going on, it's because people are just so aggressive on both sides. And I feel like this whole event totally just cements my opinion. Like, I know people want change, but forcing change to happen suddenly is going to create pushback. It's going to create a backlash. That's why Donald Trump won the presidency. It's literally why he won the presidency. <laughs> like, half of the people that voted for him didn't even agree with his politics. But the Democratic Party was pushing this really heavy PC agenda... And it just pissed people off. You know what everyone needs to check out? George Carlin. <laughs> yes. No, I was, gonna, I was about... wondering if you are going to roll back to that. I was waiting. I was waiting for Riker to stop being such a little snowflake about PC culture. So <laughs> 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 it's true, though. You no, know it's no, true. I, I know. I, I completely agree. I just wanted to call you a snowflake because it makes me laugh. <laughs> I am a snowflake. <laughs> You You're a snowflake look, about snowflakes. Look how snowflakes. white his skin is. Of course he's a snowflake. I am. Look at that. But George Carlin, light. you know, in the 70s and the 80s, he, he talked about all of this PC culture bullshit. And everyone looked at it and w was smart enough back then to realize, like, yeah, you know, what he's saying is completely true, that it depends on the context in which you make the jokes. Of course it's not going to be funny to everyone. Culture. Sorry, what? He got arrested because of PC culture. <laughs> He went on. No, he 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 has. For anyone who's never watched any of George Carlin's stuff, he was a comic back in the seventies, eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. Um, in the late seventies, he would go on stage, and we this was a time before comedians got on stage and said fuck every other word. But in the late seventies, he came up with a routine called the seven words you can't say on TV. And um, hold on, I know this one. It's um, shit, piss, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits. Those are the. Wait, that's six words. Shit, piss, cunt, Anyway, I don't remember the seventh one. <laughs> but, uh... You get uh, the point. Yeah, you get the point. 
And he went on stage one night and he did this. And then the police came to him after the show because a lot of people complained and said, you can't you can't tell that joke anymore. You can't do this routine anymore. And he, he said, he, I think at first he was like really taken aback by it, but he just said, OK. And the very next night he got on stage and did the exact same routine again. And then after the show, he was arrested for public indecency. Is that PC culture or just censorship? Because like, who is that offending? It's the same. It's the same idea, though. Censorship and PC culture are related in that, in the sense that it's a, it's an attempt to silence an opposing viewpoint. I mean, I guess the reason... so. There's no, but there's no really injured party with censorship. It's just like everyone's the injured party. I don't know. Yeah, I think there, I would a, say there a is... bit of a difference. I would say with censorship, especially like if you're trying to prevent someone from saying something, the injured party is anyone who would hear the message in the first place. No, I mean the injured party if they did say it. Because PC culture is like, if you say something offensive, you are offending someone and there's an injured party. Whereas censorship is just like, you're just being inappropriate to the general public. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, they kind of go hand in hand, if you think about sure. it. like. My main issue with PC culture is the whole, if you're not with us, then you're obviously against this attitude that just apparently is everywhere. And it's honestly disgusting. It's like, I have no opinion of the fact that you don't like it if someone says the N-word. Like, you know, I, if, you, if someone uses it in a context in which it's not, like, demeaning anyone, or it's, you know, not offend, it's not meant to offend anyone, the context, then I don't see a problem with it. But... Apparently, if I agree with this, then I'm actually Hitler himself because I'm you racist bastard. Yeah. And it's that type of mentality that I don't disagree with that. I I would rather fight against because I would rather live in a world where we all say fuck (laughs) shit, piss, cunt, motherfucker on live television around children three years and younger than in a culture where I can't say anything at all because it offends someone because apparently you can speak out for a a race or a group of people that you aren't even a part of because you apparently can feel their struggle. I get the fuck out. I'm looking at you, Lyft girl, who claims that stealing hula hoop women on dashboards is stealing Hawaiian culture. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) You're a white cis female. How do you steal someone's culture like that? Like, how are you speaking for an entire ethnic group? You yourself are white. Isn't that the same thing as what you're accusing the party of, of that Lyft driver? Like, how does well, that hey, not the, make sense? What was it? The chairman of the NAACP was white. It was a white woman. Yeah, I know, right? That, that was that was getting a spray tan to make herself look black for years, and nobody even knew. And then she said, uh, but my spirit's black. <laughs> my spirit's black. The great, uh, hey, Riker, of all the great... Uh, lame-ass excuses you've ever heard in your life. That's got to be up there, though, isn't it? doesn't it? Yeah, that, was, that whole incident was hilarious. That is that is akin to saying, the dog ate my homework. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And this, yeah, it just, it's dumb. No, don't, don't. I just don't think like this whole situation said. is dumb. I don't, I don't know why it had to become this huge PC culture thing. Like, well, been, he made, it, he made a Jew joke. A long time. People have been making Jew jokes since the birth of Judaism. Look at history. They've been the butt of every single joke <laughs> that's ever happened. It's shitty. Not a joke. But that's what happens. I just thought of a Jew joke and I was going to say it, but it's so dumb. Anyway.
I'm not gonna make an, a make a Jew joke. Not here because it's fine. <laughs> I just, because, I just think context, it's John, because context. we might disown yeah. you. <laughs> I just think it's shitty that they they made this article calling him out as an anti-Semite when their own editor was making jokes about burning Jews in pizza ovens on Twitter. Like, no, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank, bro. It's a joke. I think the most offensive thing about this entire uh, deal is not even PewDiePie's uh, anti-Semitic comments or whatever. It's And it's not even Disney or YouTube letting PewDiePie go because I can understand that because they're a business. Like, my biggest issue is the Wall Street Journal running this fucking tantrum article about bullshit news that wasn't even accurate. It was so stupid. Like, the evidence they used that he was a Nazi included um, a video where he was streaming a game. And in the comment section of the stream, one of his viewers posted a Nazi symbol. And that was taken as evidence of anti-Semitism. And He's like, obviously a Jew hater, dude. Yeah, he because one someone fan who, who likes him. the swastika. <laughs> you, what? you know, hey, you know what? I, I want to actually talk about this for a second. Oh, here we go. Why is the swastika bad? Because like, Hitler chose to make it bad. Like, well, it wasn't well, original. I would you like, know I would the like origin. I would like to point out that the Nazis were not the first, nor were nor were they the last culture to use the swastika as a symbol. It's used in Asian culture quite a lot. It's for eternal life and longevity. You see it in manga every right? once in a while. Like it, it's actually a symbol that's deeply rooted in my culture, and I take offense to the people who get offended by it. It's called me a Nazi. Do you see what I'm saying? John is how, offended by your offense. How are they offended by something that one shitty person did, and it now it just demonizes my entire culture's use of it. That that. Even, like, it was a couple years ago, like 2010 or 2011, where Japan started changing all their map symbols. Because that symbol used to be used to identify temples. Now they actually made it look like those little arches in a, a little house. Because tourists would see it and be like, oh my gosh, it's a swastika. Like, you oh literally God. forced people, you forced an entire culture to adhere to your standards. How are you not the fascist? How are you saying we're the fascists? I mean, he is literally a fascist, though, the one who started it. So, Ivy, can you but blame it? Identifying, identifying it with him. You know, we, you know, the Asian culture has been around a lot longer, using the symbol for a lot longer. Just because he stole the concept of using it makes it inherently evil to use in entirety. That's stupid. No, I definitely think that's stupid. And I actually think that is... It's more offensive to tell people to change their swastika because... Like, that's, like, offending the religious history of the symbol and, like, the cultural history. And, like, Hitler didn't... Like, he His contribution to the symbol is not even... Does not have, have as much longevity as the history of the symbol itself. So I think that it's really stupid to, that Japan had to change their maps and, like, everyone has to be like, oh, can't use the swastika because now it's a German thing, but, like, it was never really a German thing. So. No, they stole it from Indian and Asian culture. Yeah, like, really. German, it, it, it's Germany, literally, it was literally a symbol of peace and longevity. <laughs> it's that, supposed to be it's supposed to be happiness, you which know? is doubly yeah. ironic, considering that had he ever actually invaded that far eastward, probably would have killed those people. Then yeah, my yeah. entire point again is just you know all these people, <laughs> this PC culture bullshit, people hijacking other cultures, calling it. 
that saying other people are hijacking. I'm like, you're hijacking it yourself without knowing the struggle. Like, how do you know? I just, I, it just, this whole thing annoys me because it's people getting offended without doing any research. They're getting offended off of, like, just the first thing that they read. <laughs> like, nobody does research anymore. Yeah, I don't mind people getting offended. Like, they can throw their own hissy fits, like, fucking deal with it yourself. But, like, I get offended when people demand the offender to receive some sort of penalty. Because, like, that is so stupid. Like, keep your own issues to yourself. Don't, like, extend your problems onto the person. Like, the whole PC culture, the main issue is, like you've all been saying, is that it's way too aggressive and way too in everybody else's business. Like, if you're offended, that's fine. You can go your own offended way, but don't make a huge deal out of it and, like, make it everybody's business because, honestly, it's so unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I can understand why some people would, you know, in certain situations where, like, you know, I won't get into those situations, but in, in, the, in the context, in the, in the, in the, like, I can understand why some people would demand, you know, penalty for certain things, but in the context of jokes, like, I, I think you have to take it, you know, well, then you have to define jokes, and it kind of, it, it, yeah, I've, define I've hearing, comedy for me, Riker. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of people compare this to the incident with Kramer, which I think is a totally different incident, because... The incident with Kramer, if you don't know it, he was getting heckled at a comedy show by a black guy, and he called him the N-word, and... And was said, we should hang him. Yeah, we should <laughs> hang him from a tree with a fork up his ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, somebody found it funny. <laughs> referring, refer, he, was referring, he was referring to an old school lynching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, the, the person in the audience didn't think it was funny, and he just started to heckle... Kramer, and then Kramer didn't, didn't I, like it, because it was like... I, well, he, he was getting heckled before that, so Kramer snapped at him and essentially just went crazy. And I feel like since it just... I mean, the the incident just became two guys shouting at each other, and I feel like the context of comedy is gone at that point. Like, I don't know, I because it's you, YouTube videos, so, you know, maybe somebody would have been like, hey, man, that's not cool, so the context of comedy might have been lost there, too. But even in the video when he did that joke, he, he literally says, I think this might have gone too far. And he says, I'm sorry. In the video when it happens. And he doesn't yeah. laugh. So, I mean, I don't uh, I don't understand why people are taking it as, you know, he's some sort of anti-Semite. And I, but this whole news story about a stupid Polish dude or Swedish dude, where, wherever he's from, you know, making Nazi jokes on the internet, somehow became, like, the, to the second trending news story, like, in all of international news, you go on to CNN, it was, like, on the front page and stuff like that. Like, is that really what the news should be talking about? Like, I don't know. It's just, media's gone to shit. Everything's gone to shit. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> of course it's gone to shit. Nobody gets jokes anymore. It's just... No, the, the problem is, the problem is that the more pervasive that PC culture gets and the more ingrained it gets, the less and less comedy itself becomes acceptable. Like, any comedy. Like, you can't make... In, the less and less stuff you can make jokes about, the less and less stuff you can find funny. For instance, um, there are people out there... Like, 9-11 was a very tragic event. It, and in my lifetime, it's the most tragic event that's occurred. In, at least here in, my, in the country I live in, the United States. I have heard people make jokes about 9-11. Do I personally think they're funny? No. But do I take offense to them? No. 
because I know that they're jokes. Now, just because a joke isn't funny to me personally doesn't mean that I should automatically be offended by it. I think that's the conclusion that too many people jump to. Yeah. And, you know, that, that goes back to context. You know, if, if you make a bad joke and your context was just because you were making a joke and it was a bad one, don't get offended. You know, it was yeah. a bad joke. It was distasteful. They happen. Yeah. Move <laughs> on. Is, Move yeah. the fuck but, on. But I do agree that if it is something that someone makes a joke of that they're aiming to, like, hurt someone to put someone down, that's a completely different story. That's it's no longer a joke. That's actually just racism. Yeah, yeah like if, if, if tell the difference? Like... <laughs> Well, one is well. There, Context. There's, there's well. There's a difference between it's actively trying to hurt. Though. Like some people could say that it's being discriminatory, and some people could say it's just a joke, man. Like, how can you really tell? Because well, I mean, there, there's a difference between roasting someone and telling a joke about someone. But there's like, a, a lot of gray. A, a, but a there, roast there is, is a lot of gray funny. area in this in this in this situation, and really the subject entirely. And that's and, why. It's up to us to decide, you know, <laughs> if it did cross the line, right? Because yeah. to me, I I've have a lot thicker skin, so I, I'll take a bunch of raunchy jokes and I'll say them to my friends, you know, because I'm, I'm just like that. But if someone does tell me, like, hey, man, that, that wasn't a cool joke, you know, I, I really thought it was offensive. I'm like, you know, I'm so sorry. Uh, I meant it as a joke, but if you took offense to it, then I'm not obviously going to keep pressing the envelope. Because <laughs> if you tell me it's not funny to you, then I shouldn't be wasting my effort and time. To try to make you laugh with jokes that obviously don't like melt meld with you. <laughs> I, just... I just I, I think it's so funny because when these when these blow up situations happens, the pushback almost always outweighs the initial like outcry. Shock. Yeah, and now I'm seeing a million more time like Nazi jokes. I'm seeing Nazi jokes everywhere. I'm seeing YouTubers that have never made Nazi jokes make Nazi jokes now. Like you make them all the time now. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> Everybody's making Nazi jokes now, and if I made if, one at the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, but it's it's if it wouldn't have blown up, people wouldn't be making Nazi jokes right now. It wouldn't be the hot new thing. So I feel like it ends up having an, a worse effect than just you know going, oh well, I don't like that. That's pretty shitty, and moving on. But I think the people who are like attacking the people who aren't um, PC friendly, like the the PC warriors or whatever, they so are PC not warriors. PC social warriors. justice warriors. The PCW. Um, <laughs> syndicated copyright. <laughs> <laughs> so the PCW. Uh, <laughs> um, oh I'd God, like not? to. I'd like to say that I call them. I personally call these PCWs fascists because that's what they are to me. <laughs> My friend group called. Oh, uh, you trigger you would trigger so many people. Exactly, yeah. and that's my entire point of saying that. The context of me calling PCWs, PCWs. Uh, <laughs> that's the, that's the term we're sticking with now. Yeah, okay. POWs. Wow. <laughs> we just offended every veteran on the Earth, planet Earth right there. You see oh, that? Yep. Anyway, the context of me calling PCWs fascists is that. I actually do believe that they're fascists. Now, am I saying fascism is bad? A little bit, yeah. If they get triggered by it, then I hope they do, because get tilted. I think you are fascist, because if you look at what a fascist is, you are emulating every single thing about fascism, that you want everyone to think in a certain way and only that way, and it's only okay if they think like that. And if anyone wants to express it any differently, then they are bad. They are evil. You essentially are becoming Hitler. 
You are the fourth right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Dude, just roasting these PCWs. Oh he is. I mean, you're not wrong. But um, what I was going to say was that I think the motives for PCWs is not even to have equality or have to have their rights uh, recognized. I think their uh, motive is actually just to be angry and just to vent it out. Because, like, that's all they're doing, really. They're just venting and, like, throwing a tantrum and then demanding people pay attention to them because they're special snowflakes. They don't actually want to uh, fucking address the issues and approach it in a calm, rational way. They just want to fucking yell and scream and roll around on the floor and cry about it. That's, that's what the impression I get from looking at all these PCWs. <laughs> I love that term. Can we copyright this, please? Sure. Yes, it is hereby copyrighted. <laughs> and, you know, I don't have a problem with if you don't like bad jokes. I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem if you think that uh, we should be calling people handy-capable instead of cripples. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you, George Carlin. <laughs> I may or may not have had listened to George Carlin talk about this. I, I don't mind if you want to call them handy-capable. But don't be offended at me and demand that I change my ways because I accidentally call them handicapped instead of, oh, well, the PC term is handicapable now. Like, okay, well, I grew up calling him handicapped, and that's what I know him as. I'm not saying it as an, as an offense. That's just what I know that I've called them since growing up. And times have changed, and I, I get that people want you to change with the times, and sometimes you have to. But, you know, flipping the fuck out, making a YouTube rant about it, Calling me a racist or a fucking fascist or whatever the fuck you want to call me, a complete dick, that's completely in the wrong because you're doing the exact same thing you're accusing me of. Like, the hypocrisy kills me on the inside. Yeah, there's a lot. I, I feel like the hypocrisy is on both sides. Yeah, like it is on both sides because the people being offended by the offending is they're feeling the same the, shit as the people who are doing the offending. Yeah, the, the argument that don't get offended is often given by people that are offended that people are offended. So yeah, it's just, it's a it's a hypocritical loop of shit. And because like if, I said, if you want to, like, if you want to say that it's just a joke and people shouldn't get offended, then you should be open to criticisms yourself. If someone's like, well, I thought that was really racist of you. You shouldn't be like, well, fuck you. I'm just trying to express myself. You're like, you know what? I respect your opinion as a human being. And I, I understand that you find this raunchy and you don't like it you know it's too meta man <laughs> oh yeah it's just too much for people to be decent human beings apparently like, apparently it's pretty hard yeah it's I, a I don't shitty conversation wrong there's <laughs> nothing wrong it's, well, i mean like it, it, just to bring it all back to pewdiepie the context was clearly not given there and the, and the joke was pretty well received within his audience so i really don't think this thing should have been an issue in the first place Oh, no, yeah, it would not have been an issue if the Wall Street Journal didn't fucking throw a tantrum. <sighs> or if like they not... had done their jobs as journalists. Well, and yeah. not reported on PewDiePie because no one cares about him in international news. What's funny to me is that, you know, the Wall Street Journal picking up this story about, like, just because they're fucking bored and need clicks, picking up PewDiePie as a, a fucking anti-Semite. Also, by the way, you have to pay. You have to go through a paywall to read the actual article. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you have to you have to subscribe to the Wall Street Journal newspaper to read the Man, article. think about who's being the Jews right now. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there and there it is. 
There, there it is. is. I, I had to make the Jew joke. I'm sorry. You know, I've anyway. noticed something through all this. Jason has been suspiciously quiet. <laughs> he doesn't like our jokes, so he's just being quiet. No, I know. So, look I'm at playing Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy. Like this guy. Okay, I'll be I'll be on the podcast tonight. Hold on. Wait, wait I don't I don't want to pay attention to anything. Well, I mean, I really don't care either way. So. <laughs> and to me. I- as someone who is um, apparently anti-PC, who is apparently a fascist, racist, homophobic, misogynistic, transphobic, xenophobic, um, come on, guys, insult me, well, insult me, shit, right? lord. Shit, shit lord, shit lord, shit lord, right? A complete, total asshat shit lord. I don't take offense to that. That you have a neutral stance, Jason. It is okay to be neutral. <laughs> but That's go fuck great. yourself. I'm switching. <laughs> I never said that. Damn but it, go I fuck yourself all the same. I died because you guys decided to talk to me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you can't play. You know, we're having a podcast. Coming from the guy that plays Maple Story, uh, Blade and Soul, Killing Floor 2 during every podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, Jason, are you offended? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I just think you're being uh. critical. Like all he keeps saying. Other <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It was just a prank, bro. It's just a joke, bro. <laughs> jokes, man, jokes. But yeah, if you want to see how good this Wall Street Journal article is, just watch the video they made for it. It's a joke. They put a big, like, dramatic disclaimer at the front. They're like, "Offensive language has been used. Uh, uh, viewer discretion is advised." And then, when, you, when you said it was a joke, Riker. It made me think. They actually put a disclaimer. It's just a joke, bro. It's just a prank. <laughs> In my entire situation. You might have to start doing that. <laughs> Beauty Pie might have to start putting disclaimers going, hey, man, nothing I say should be taken seriously. <clears throat> People will still get triggered. But <laughs> but my main point about the, the Wall Street Journal thing is that, that, you know, that whole hijacking of culture. Like, you don't belong here. You're not a fan of Beauty Pie. You don't know... Like, what his video is actually about. You were just looking for clickbait. And it's evident with how they've sourced out, you know, with all this new information that I have now. It's evident that they sourced this out and just were trying to make money. Because someone thought it was a good idea to get them money. And it's blown up in their face. And they're probably going to lose a lot more money because of this. However, you know, good news or bad news is good news, as they say. So, you know, they've definitely got a lot more coverage and publicity now. Even if it's just hate. (laughs) Literally. They've got my hate. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I i i read the wall street journal because i want to see stocks i don't give two shits about anything else like come on like, i i read forbes magazine because i want to see what's the new hot market what what should i be thinking about investing in you know I, I i read certain things certain old media for certain things just stick to your fucking job do what you do best don't stick your nose and just like i, I get it you're dying and you need life support <laughs> so you're gonna go pick on pewdiepie because he has such a large fan base that regardless of the outcome, you're going to be making dosh. Like, I get your entire business pr- approach. I definitely do not agree with it. And, you know, fuck. I, I may as well just go to Yahoo Finances for-, for stocks now instead of you, Wall Street Journal. I mean, I don't know. What they did to PewDiePie is, like, really low and petty. They basically just, like, nitpicked all of these, like, minor things that he did and then forced his major sponsors to let him go. Like... If that kind of thing keeps on going, like, literally anyone could have that done to them. Because, like, even them themselves have made Nazi jokes. So, like, 
I think the, really the worst thing that's come from this is like the the really horrible practices by the Wall Street Journal of just like literally personally attacking this person for doing the most trivial of things and in some cases basically nothing at all and just misconstruing everything and I think the biggest issue here is that is that like this it's, it's like almost corrupt how they just freaking attack almost? him. Almost? It's fucking corrupt as shit. It's, because they just I mean, it's, wanted money. It's essentially, yeah, it's essentially slander. But well, I mean, it is. John, John pointed to probably the biggest issue of why this even happened in the first place. I mean, traditional news outlets are dying. I mean, if they're not dying, they're definitely not making as much money as they used to. Like, no one reads a new, an actual newspaper anymore. Like, I mean, I, people... I brought that up first, but, you know, whatever. I know, but I, 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 I'm actually... <laughs> I know you did. But I'm I'm adding to your point. I'm adding to both your points, actually. That that traditional news media is dying. I mean, when you look at a bunch of people now that say that they don't, they don't, they never even pick up a newspaper. They don't even go to any of these newspapers' websites. They get their their they source out their news from a bunch of different sources all at once. And it's because a single medium can't keep up with that. With how advanced we've gotten with technology, like you can have so many different major news outlets at the touch of your fingertips. They, they have literally built-in widgets on your iPhone or your Android where it'll give you articles pulled straight from these news sources. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's just an age where we don't need traditional anymore. And I get that they want to, you know, venture off into other places and start up some fucking drama so you get initial startup money, but it's just very stupid. and it, It's in poor taste, the way it that is. they went about this. And, you know, if they want to be respected still as a news outlet or anything at all, as a fucking news source, they need to think about what they're doing. You know, personally attacking PewDiePie and trying to make him lose subscribers, even if that wasn't their intention originally. They were just trying to bait people. It definitely was was. to decrease his viewership because in the video that PewDiePie released, he talked about how... The Wall Street Journal personally contacted Disney and Maker Studios and uh, Google and basically just uh, pushed them into a corner and forced them to drop his um, endorsements because they were providing this misconstrued evidence of anti-Semitism that they didn't look into really because if honestly if they did look into it they would have realized that it was not a big deal at all because it honestly wasn't. But I mean it's all the Wall Street Journal's fault for like for like starting this shit <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah like i mean the video was well received with his audience if wall street journal would have left it alone nothing would have come of it no, exactly. none of this backlash and none of this fighting online would have even started um but yeah i mean that's the shittiest point that they didn't even talk to him about this like typically like and then they tweeted out a uh, wall street journal does not write articles about anyone without receiving a response from them first or not not even from- first, said, without receiving a response from them and then they replied, like some guy replied, and he was like, "Well, uh, when did you guys get the response from? Him? Did you ask for a response after you wrote the article?" And then the guy responded with, uh, "I do not know the order of events." <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's just like some news sources that are like, "We tried to get into contact with Riker Jones, but he ignored our calls." There was some dude who that happened to, and then he was like, "They called me once, and I missed the call, and when I called back." They didn't answer, and he has it recorded and shit. I'm just like, dude, that's how news sources are these days. They, they spin things 
Just like in Anchorman 2, they spin things to their liking because it makes it easier for them to come up with a story that's so clickbait that everyone needs to talk. Like, you think about the buzz. Like, we're, we're a little small anime podcast, and we're talking about this for fuck's sake. Like, why are we even talking about this? Like, I, again, I'm not a fan of PewDiePie. I honestly, when I heard this news, I didn't care too much. I thought it was super fucked up a Wall Street Journal, but then it made me think, well, this is just PC culture in a nutshell. Well, I mean, the the, the argument against PC culture uh, affects a lot of things. I mean, it affects anime, anime. Yeah, anime. You guys had Baku on a, a oh, show. God. I didn't. I didn't really drop, but they made an off-color joke, and it was not not well not well, not well received <laughs> by I, I uh, a lot of nothing viewers. Wrong with it because it's, neither did I. And the show yeah. was essentially dead that season from that point on yeah i mean yeah. it was very highly regarded before that and then it was i think it was episode five that they it was an, it was i wouldn't say it was in poor taste it was definitely a joke made about rape a qu- quote unquote rape but if you look at it in context i personally found it funny i laughed my ass off at it as a matter of fact but apparently when you try and go on places and defend that anything can be funny including jokes about rape People get offended by that because they they take every everyone who's who's politically correct takes everything so literal, you know. Yeah. Like when you made that joke about how anything can be funny, even rape, they assumed, which is hella funny because you know they assumed your opinion. They assumed that you're saying essentially rape is okay. Like yeah, that's not what you said at like, all. Like <laughs> rape is a serious crime, and I have nothing but sympathy for anyone who has ever actually been raped because I yeah, can't even imagine true. what that's like. But like, but uh, again, obviously, because you're against them, or you're not, as, rather, I should say, just because you're not with them, you're not siding with them, you are a problem. You are condoning everything that they stand against. Yeah, and that's that is a problem because number one, it's an assumption, it's a logical leap that no one should be able to make. Uh, and number two, it's assuming you know something about per- a person that you may have never met. Well, uh, if it's online, pretty much guaranteed you've never met. Yeah. Um. Like I don't. I don't tend to see these big blown up arguments between people that know each other on the internet. <laughs> and and you know right. what this. You know what this but all it, reminds me of. I can imagine it happening. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. This this reminds me of when Coke tried to come out with new Coke. Oh God. Like, <laughs> it was well received by the people who tested it, but because three or four people who actually said they liked new Coke didn't like the idea of having a new Coke and were more vocal about it it became a big fucking issue to the point where Coke could not sell new Coke. And that in itself speaks volumes of this type of culture we live in where, you know, when I look around, I see a lot of people making these off-color jokes and who stand for anti-PC, but not in the sense of that they think PC culture is fascism, but they think that there is a limit, that we we actually have to judge it on a day-by-day basis. You can't say, well... This is an off-color joke about a certain thing. It's definitely off-limits to every single person now. Because like Alex said, you can make a joke about anything. It's all about context. And it's about how you receive it and how you respond to it. The criticisms and all. Well, and, our, go ahead. And my point about the, the whole Coke thing is that the, the people who are more vocal about it make it a bigger issue than it seems. Because when I look around and I, I watch all these videos on YouTube of people I watch like iDubs and Filthy Frank, they're making fun of all this PC culture stuff. They're, they're making fun of everything. And it seems like a lot of people agree with their points of view. That tells me that everyone knows, like, this shouldn't be an issue. But 
for me, like, I'm not too vocal about it because I'm like, you know what? If people aren't smart enough to stand for it by themselves, why should I get involved, you know? In, in a sense, I'm actually part of the problem of why the PC culture and anti-PC culture is a problem. And it's really stupid. But, you know, when it comes to, at least for me, like, talking about rights and amendments in America, like, I, I, I go around open carrying in my state because I'm allowed to. And if anyone has a problem, then I say, okay, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm, no, I'm, I, I, I'm very responsible Yo, with my rights. Yo, shut your mouth. Yo, shut your mouth. Boom! Stick your gun in their face. No, see, and that's something I do fight for. <laughs> I, if anything, it tries to infringe upon my own rights as a citizen of the United States. I will get angry. I will go and march. I, I will do a lot of shit. But because to me, PC culture itself shouldn't even be a big deal, I don't care about it enough to do that. And a lot of people I feel are the exact same, where they know it's not a big deal, but because we're not vocal about it, just it doesn't seem like it's a big deal t to anyone else who's saying, well, obviously there's more people saying that it's bad than good. But, you know, again, the only people that will speak against that PC is uh, bad are the people who are more vocal about it. And obviously the people who are more vocal are a lot more angry. And that's why it's just a shit show. Because it's just two groups of really angry people who give enough shits to actually argue about it that it becomes a big deal. Kind of like us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all kind of on the same side, <laughs> so uh, it's. We're, I, I don't mean, know. Jason's on the side of not giving a shit and playing a video game. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, that's kind that's kind of our 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 side in a nutshell, though. Like, just you can be offended and stuff, but don't you know blow up about it. And nobody don't nobody be... really gives a shit. It's exactly. when you guys, it's when you guys start freaking out and you know putting campaigns together to to bring a, a guy down or change.org petition and it, and it goes both ways i mean the campaigns to bring down the wall street journal reporters and stuff like yeah to me that type of backlash i think it's well deserved because of what that, they did yeah their actions. i deserve that because they actually did something but tangibly in the same bad. token but in the same token it kind of follows the, it kind of follows the same logic as the original people like i mean there is context and there is a reason for people okay, to shit on like, these guys but I, I mean, Wall Street Journal the Reporters difference? is a bad the, example. Okay. But say, like, Gamergate. Oh, the, no. Let's the back, Please, The backlash no. that, I don't remember her name, that, that female game developer got. The only thing I remember is the Five Guys post. Like, she, okay, she did some shitty things that were unethical, but it was, it was the people freaking out that caused the whole thing to become a mess. Like, it was the, like, okay, she did some unethical shit. People went, all right, that's shitty. But then it was the people that went farther than that that, you know, started sending her death threats and stuff that ended up creating Gamergate and creating this whole shitty agenda. So, I don't know. It's... It, there's so much gray area in this that I don't really think anybody's necessarily right or wrong. Well, right just, and wrong is opinion. Yeah, it's It subjective. seems like this day, right and wrong is subjective because what you know is that the truth doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth to me because you can have two different facts that fuel what you think is a lie or truth and that's why it's really dumb like can you really call it a fact if it's something that's subjective or opinion based like saying uh pewdiepie is racist or anti-semitic can you really say that just because you don't like his jokes but if he made it for his fans and his fans had no problem with it is he really a racist to you yes to his fans no so why did you make this entire story up about it at all? Because you think he's racist. 
And I feel like if they expressed it like that, as in like, well, we think he's racist, instead of, no, it's fact, he's racist, guys. This is why we got Disney to cancel all his shit. This is why we got YouTube to cancel his show. It's like, you're, you're doing damage. You're, you're spreading lies. You know, I, yeah, I touting, it, touting it as an objective truth is kind of when this shit all goes downhill. Like, when somebody just goes, this guy is racist, or this girl is a, in, in the context of Gamergate, this girl is a slut. Like, when you start saying it like like it's factual, I feel like that's when shit goes downhill. And the whole thing, the whole thing with the Wall Street Journal could have been easily solved had the story itself appeared on the editorial page instead of in the actual Where news it section. It should be. <laughs> like if it if it had been presented as this is this one uh, journalist particular opinion, it would have all blown over. Well, just, he would have actually received more backlash, though. Let's yeah, be but he, here. that individual, the individual journalist who wrote the article, yes, but not the Wall Street Journal as a whole. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know true. what the execs were thinking, dude. Like, they basically just fucked themselves. It was written by like the the chief editor too. So, and, yeah, and the guy, and the, as hell. yeah, and the guys were like celebrating the downfall of PewDiePie after the article went live on like, Twitter, I, which is funny because. This whole shitstorm actually gave him the strongest week in his channel's history. I, so, I feel like it, it might have spawned from the negative. whole, like, you know, uh, hating on popular YouTubers thing. Like, before I, I watched PewDiePie videos, I, I didn't know anything about it. All I know was apparently he's really big, he makes videos for kids, and he screams a lot. You know, I, that's, that's my... That's uh, pretty accurate. That, that's what I heard about him. That's all I knew about him. It, I'm not gonna lie, it did kind of deter me from watching his videos, because I was like, eh, it doesn't sound like my thing, you know? Then I watched the video, and I was like, you know what? He's not as bad as people make him out to be. He's, like, I, I went through and I watched a lot of videos when this whole thing came out, and he's kind of in this, like, weird, like, self-aware downward spiral in terms of, like, the way he makes content. And, and no, it's true, and it's, 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 and he uses it to comedic effect, and it's hilarious, like, he he essentially like he's he turning shit, more he, filthy by the second. Yeah, he's he he continuously like shits on people. They're like the the people like the little kids that ask him to be like twenty thirteen PewDiePie and play Happy Wheels and scream. He like consistently like is like you're dumb. <laughs> no, and he actually made a, a video recently where he replayed Happy Wheels again, and it was like the shittiest video he ever put out, and it was just to show the fact that. He doesn't want to play Happy Wheels anymore, and you don't yeah. want him to play Happy Wheels anymore because it's just going to make it really shitty for you to watch. Like that's and, when I was exposed to PewDiePie, the 2013 Happy Wheels PewDiePie, and that, that's why I was yeah. like, this medium is not for me. But my, one of my friends, he's actually he's the one who tells me a bunch about PewDiePie because he's like he's actually changed his shit and he's like trying to be more like Filthy Frank, and I'm just like what? You know, and I understand like he's he's tired of being who he was. You know that that he's not. Trying to be labeled as, well, PewDiePie screams at video games and freaks the fuck out to scary videos on YouTube. And he has billions of subscribers. He doesn't, even like, he doesn't even play video games that much anymore. Yeah, it's because he's changing his medium. And, you know, I honestly have nothing but respect that he wants to change his medium to something else that he enjoys. Like, to me, that's the point of making YouTube videos, the point of doing this yeah. podcast. Yeah. I like to have fun. I like to do things I want to do. Not because I want to make money. It'd be nice if we made money. Lots and lots of money, so I could just do this all day. But <laughs> hint, you know, hint. I'm, I'm not gonna be like the Wall Street Journal and just start some random drama. Like I'm gonna tell you straight up what I think about things and what I know. 
Oh, Jason, stop playing. <laughs> people don't agree. People don't agree. You know, it's just, it's a thing. People have differences of opinion. It's okay. It's fine. It, you know, it's not this the whole, end of the world. This whole thing kind of reminds me of uh, John Tron, which this was like a thing that happened a few weeks before PewDiePie. He went on to a podcast where he essentially talked about PC culture and stuff like that. And he talked about how he's like, legitimately afraid to make the jokes that he wants to to make and the content that he wants to make because of the PC culture community and the backlash he might receive and that those people when they do freak out they don't they don't just go hey man this is a shitty joke they go no, they, they hey man this the is a shitty joke world. i'm contacting you should lose your job you should lose everything yeah. you're a terrible human being just fucking kill yourself yeah he he says he doesn't want to lose his job because of it and and then it caused this huge backlash for for JonTron, because he said he didn't side with, with you know, PC culture, and it's just, I don't know, it's a shitstorm. You know, another thing that really peeves me is, like, you have to side. The whole, you Yeah, pick the, the, the whole, I mean, unless you're Jason and you just ignore it. Well, no, that's the thing. I, I've been, I've been reprimanded for not choosing a side, for being neutral, because I'm like, I don't know enough about it, and honestly, I don't care enough about it. And the minute I said that, this person that I was talking to got fucking tilted. And she fucking just went off on me because apparently I'm the problem. And I'm just what? like, whoa. Was it, wait, was it your sister? No, no, it was someone else. Not going to say who. Because anyway, and it just, it makes no sense. Like, why are you being so tilted? Because I don't care enough about what's happening. And any innocent question that I do have when I'm trying to ask like more about and learn about, you just, oh, apparently it's my fault that I don't learn more. I'm like, well, I don't know anything. And you are someone who is supporting this, and I'm asking you questions. I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm not being smart. I'm not being an asshole. I actually got legitimately curious about what she was uh, she was standing for, and then when I asked her about it, she just fucking... She just got tilted, man. Holy shit. And it was at that point that I knew. I, I did not enjoy this type of uh, behavior. I do not condone this type of behavior. That apparently you can't even... Be neutral you have to pick their side otherwise you're the devil you're hitler you're the, the fucking fourth reich you're everything wrong with the world you're the one who started cancer <laughs> aids was your invention you distributed crack cocaine <laughs> like, you did 9-11 like come on dude come on yeah it's, got it's... stopping point <laughs> i just the, the the wall street journal thing just i mean now that i think about it it's just funny like in the video where they where they're calling him out they use a video where he dressed up in a military uniform and he watched Nazi footage. And they use this as proof that he's an anti-Semite. But in that video, he was literally joking about media calling him an anti-Semite. I mean, if they want to take it joke. that far, like then Hugo Hugo Boss is a... If you like Hugo Boss, where if you like anything related to the, the company, then you're a fucking Jew, a Nazi. You're not a Jew. You're a Nazi because he made the <laughs> SS uniform, dude. Like, come on. If you want to take it that far and jump to that conclusion, then anything that has to do with that entire corporation and that entire company in your fucking mindset and viewpoint is that you are a Nazi supporter, you believe in the Third Reich. Like, you could say you the same the with story. You could say the same with Volkswagen. Yeah, exactly. Because they made the fucking fuck mm -hmm. for, for so Hitler. Funny. I read an article about, um, it was like a third party news article criticizing PewDiePie's fashion sense of wearing like a plaid um, shirts and like glasses as being 
uh, pro-neo-Nazi because that is the fashion sense of the neo-Nazi party. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, like, I mean, that's that's <laughs> what, what like, happening? that's what the media has become where they, they literally nitpick what the guy wears in a video to try and prove that he's an anti-Semite. So stupid. I'm like, if that's proof of being a neo-Nazi, literally like half the population is a neo-Nazi. I wear glasses and plaid shirts all the time. Apparently I'm sure. a fashion. Fucking hipster. Clearly. I mean, we did we did once accuse you of of being the Fourth Reich. The fourth that's because that's, that's. I mean, all we have to do all we have to do is take the <laughs> R off the end of your off, off the end of your first name, and it's it's, it's you're Reich. It's spelt differently. Shh. No one has to know that. It's not Reich. It's Reiki. 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 Me no Reiki. <laughs> 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 sorry, that was in poor taste. I'm sorry if you were offended. No, I don't. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> See, now that's offensive, saying, I'm sorry if it offended you. Nah, I'm just kidding. Fuck yourself. Now that's actually something that someone could get offended at and be like, well, he actually did say that and it wasn't a joke. Like, obviously I don't not, care. dog. I don't yeah. care. See, and the fact that you don't care means you support the Third Reich. <laughs> you support me. Yeah, I do. I support. I, I do support Reich. Riker. You're the fourth I, Riker. I support Riker and everything that he does, even his plaid shirts and glasses. You know, during editing, I wear glasses because totally... I don't like touching my eye. <laughs> oh, his contacts. Okay. Yo, know, during um, during editing, I'm gonna add. Rise of the Valkyries in there. Oh gosh! Oh, during God. this segment, <laughs> yeah, we talk about the third Riker, the fourth Riker, and that will be a joke in poor taste that people will blow up the fuck about and get so angry with me. You could do like during okay. during my intro where it was just quiet for like three seconds. Start playing like the Nazi like whatever <laughs> their anthem yes. thing, and then just like hard cut it where I say hi. <laughs> Oh, no, you could, it was no, you all just, intentional. No, what you could do is right after I say his name, you could just <laughs> have some recording of someone going, Sig Heil, Sig Heil, and then him going, hi. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And what I want everyone to take away from this entire conversation is that we're just joking. We don't support the Nazi agenda. We're not Nazis ourselves. We're not neo-Nazis, pretty sure. Uh, it's a joke. I definitely think it's in poor taste, but it's funny to me, and this is our podcast, and honestly, we do this for fun for ourselves, and if you don't like having fun with us, then, you know, go take your business yourself. elsewhere. Bye, go please. Fuck. You speak for yourself, John, but, like, I'd go Nazi for Tanya, I'm just saying. <laughs> Hit me up. I mean, the SS uniform is pretty, like, you know why Hugo Boss made that uniform? Because he has fucking fashion sense, and... You'd be lying if you said the SS uniform did not look hot as shit. It's not even, it's, it's not even just the SS. The, the, the Nazi uniforms just in general were... They look badass as shit, dog. Yeah, like, they, they, were the, they were by far the best those... military. We should just cosplay as Nazis. Let's as... do it. <laughs> that, we're from they're... Helsing. It'll be okay. Like, there's the a, there's... anime expo. There's yeah. a couple of K-pop groups that have accidentally done that. What? What? <laughs> Yeah, they, I mean, they wear they wear Hugo Boss like hot ass uniforms, and then they put armbands on that were red. And now it's apparently the Third Reich because, <laughs> and uh, you know, armbands are so exclusive to the Nazi party. Like, uh, like Japan doesn't have armbands right now. They weren't just cosplaying as Haruhi in the military. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She had a red armband. How about you keep your OC, your shitty OC, to yourself, man. <laughs>
I'm cosplaying as a werewolf Inuyasha. <laughs> no, stop! <laughs> yeah, it's totally my OC, okay? Yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna make an episode by myself called Shitty OCs, and I'm just gonna shit on everyone's shitty OCs. <laughs> I'm gonna... We, we, we can shit on my, uh, my, my fake Sonic OC that I made. <laughs> your fursona? Oh, Can I shit on your fursona? Can you- here, have you seen my- my yeah. Sonic thing? Yes, I saw it, and it was so stupid. His it name is- itself. His Can name I... is Slainik. Slainik? <laughs> <laughs> and he's- he's got an axe. Yes! <laughs> That's gonna be my next- this is gonna be the next subject we talk about. Shitty OCs and why you should keep it to yourself. Exactly. <sighs> Hey Riker, can I can I ever post that picture that I took of you at MegaCon last year? With oh, the, with the with the furry? Yeah, hell yeah, I need that photo. Please, uh, let me post that to our Facebook group. Uh, I'm totally I'm totally done with that. In his natural habitat. <laughs> oh my god, those guys just jumped on me too. I was just like, can we take a photo? And then they just both hugged me, and I was like, oh boy, okay. They yiffed all over you. Yift <laughs> on me. Your longtime dream came true finally. I looked for him when we went to MetroCon, remember? <laughs> oh yeah. And they had they had other furry guys there, and I was like, nah, not the same. <laughs> not the same. Same. Oh, it's not God. the same smell. I can't handle it. I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> they had already marked their territory. They would have come to you if they were there. <laughs> Did you just know? Wasn't one of them wearing like a SWAT vest or something? Yes. Like he was dressed as like a, a you you actually dog. had to use your Facebook profile photo for a while. Yeah, it was. Or a bunch of people just asked you like, "What?" All the comments were like, "Oh my god, why'd you let them touch you?" <laughs> yeah, there's this uh, weird hate about furries that I don't quite understand. Like, I get that you think it's weird, but let them be them. You know, if you if you want to fuck a toaster, you fuck a toaster. You know, just don't post about it on Facebook and let me know. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I, I don't fuck care. That. After spending budget. after spending quite a bit of time on just the internet in general, I'll tell you that I've seen a lot of shit a lot worse than furries. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, even the anime board on on 4chan, those dudes uh, are into some shit, man. Yes, I think people are just them. weird. I, I don't think it's right to just classify like <clears throat> a specific group of people as well. These people have seen shit. They've They've seen a lot of weirder shit. They watch a lot of weirder shit. It's like, you know, people well, are just I, weird. I think the thing with furries is that they self-identify themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't, you don't see guys that are, well, never mind. I was going to say, you don't see lollicons walking around going, I'm a lollicon, but. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. But. <laughs> Not a lollicon. There it is. I keep this handy. Yeah, I feel you like know. furries make their, their fetish, I guess, more. And more an open part of their identity you than, say, a lot of other people. And but then again, I feel like that's just becoming more common in general. <laughs> I mean, that that's not anything different to me than someone who believes in healing crystals, you know? Like, it's their just <laughs> culture and way of life. I, I honestly think people that believe in healing crystals are weirder. A little bit, because guy and, and energies and, like... What about some weird people. What about people who believe in the heart of the cards? God damn it! Those, those are the only true people that know, that understand you know the universe. You know what's really funny? 
I was actually about to make that joke because I, I had to do it. Oh, John. It's yeah, the, one, it's the, the one true god. <laughs> actually, the one true god is Cthulhu. Just saying. The truest no. of all elder gods, Cthulhu. We all, I thought, we I all know the one. who the one true god is. And it's Cthulhu. Not Haruhi? It's Madoka. <laughs> nah, Madoka's a shitty god. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, yeah, that's true. Dude, Homura totally broke her godhood, like, immediately. <laughs> That's the one true god I just posted in the chat for you guys. <laughs> Paul Blart? Yeah. <laughs> what? Kevin James? Have you seen his Paul, new show? Paul Blart as Exodia. His new show is exactly like his other show. What, King Queens? Queens? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think it was that funny. He's, a, a, fat, he's a bad guy married to a, a, an unrealistically hot wife, and he just talks about being fat. Being a fan. Um, God, what's that guy? The guy from uh, Full House. Not guys. What? <laughs> was it Full House? I don't fucking remember. There's another one. It's like Bob Saget. Not Bob Saget. Not John Stamos. Was it? No, it's not John. Oh no, 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 no! It's the guy from Friends. Uh, Joey. Joey from Friends. He has a TV show too. New one. I feel like he's had a lot that have failed. Uh, this new one is. I, I mean, it's. He's talking about Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, Matt LeBlanc. Thank you. Yeah, he's, on the, he's, on the, he's on the shitty new version of Top Gear. What? Which you shouldn't watch. You should watch the Grand Tour and said it's so much better. Yeah. <laughs> those pictures I sent you from those oh, episodes. Those are great, <laughs> Seriously, like, if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, or even if you're not, even though I don't condone pirating in any way... You should watch the Grand Tour. It's so fucking hysterical. Just, uh, you know, watch watch the stuff that you see on uh, YouTube, you know? That and too. Uh, see if you like the show, and then just check it out. Because, honestly, if you liked old Top Gear, you will fucking love it. Don't watch new Top Gear. New Top Gear sucks. That's the general consensus, yes. Thank you, BBC, for ruining a good thing. Ah, uh, well, they did that to literally every show they own, so... <laughs> Looking at you, Doctor Who! Oh, shit, Jason! Fight me. Fucking shots fired. Jason doesn't even give two shit. He's like, I gotta play this game, fucker. Hey, well, hey, while, while, while we're here, since since this is a what-the-fuck episode, why don't you tell us about game. Horizon? Yeah, well, well, tell us about the game you're playing, Jason. It's, amazing. it's a pretty big deal. It. <laughs> That's all you gotta say? Yep. yep. Okay. That's it's amazing, beautiful. go play it. It's beautiful. That's what I heard. The action is awesome. And How's the combat system wreck, like? The combat's dope. You get to wreck shit. <laughs> it's very, uh, a lot of, you can be very strategic, or you can just play it hack and slash, but then you'll probably die. So, quick question, um, did you know that Kojima Productions actually helped with that game? Yeah, there's a, Wait, really? there's an easter egg in here for the game. For, uh, for shit, Dun is, that, for is Dead, it on, uh, PS4? For Stranding, yeah, PS4. Yeah. Did, did you guys see I mean, that? It's an, it's an, oh, it's an exclusive the engine, but they helped production. Yeah, they they I, I think uh, they helped work on it. I know, like I, I was I follow Kojima on Twitter, and in between all the handsome photos of Mads Mikkelsen, he tweets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he tweeted he tweeted a uh, a celebration that they had at Kojima Productions between them and Guerrilla Studios. And, like, it reminds me of when uh, the massive beast they had, that like tsunami oh. earthquake thing that they had. And Kojima's like tweets, "I'm okay." Yeah, <laughs> dude, Kojima's the man. It's like, Fucking I'm okay Kojima. over here, guys. I'm okay. I feel like I feel I like. I mean, Ko honestly, 
he's the creative mind behind it all. So, like, Kojima, I feel like, is the, the last kind of, like, real icon we have left in the studio. Or, like, in the industry. Because he's so fucking weird. Like, I tried to... I tried to explain Kojima stuff to my friends and coworkers because they're like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm like, it's just Kojima stuff. Like, just don't pay it any mind. It's just Kojima being Kojima. And they're just like, I don't understand this. It's so weird. I'm like, it's just Kojima. Just don't try to understand. This is where you fucked up. You don't understand Kojima. He's a weird guy. I'd like to meet him one day. But, I mean, like, the way he just, the way he thinks about things is just on point. Insane. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, like the way he's able to, you know... Visualize things and like set it up. So well, no, like the, the way mind. he's able, the way he's able to like manipulate how you play games and bring that into like the actual narrative or gameplay. Like, like I always go back to uh, in the original Metal Gear Solid, you had to plug in the second controller. Yeah, uh, that was because against, it was uh, Psycho Mantis. Yeah, yeah, Psycho Mantis takes you over, and the only way to get the control of your character back is to plug in a controller into the second player controller and to start playing with that controller. Like. I still haven't, even to this day, haven't seen a game that was that creative in how they wanted to handle their mechanics. Or the fact that you had to get, like, a codec code. Off, off of the box. Off yeah. of the box. Like, and they literally go, it's on the back of the box. And you're like, wait, what? And you look at the back, and it's right there. Like, I don't know, man. It's all, He's just a genius. A madman. He's also, like, madly in love with Mads Michelson. <laughs> <laughs> a match made oh, in heaven. Who isn't? Like, seriously, he he went and found, like, modeling photos that he did for, like, Levi jeans and was, like, retweeting them. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. Like, the dude Kojima loves him. Kojima's a weird guy. Very weird like, guy. If you like Kojima, I would say check out his YouTube page where he discusses his movie, like, his taste in movies and stuff. Because the dude's a total, like, cinemaphile. And I bet. It's it's pretty Seems cool like to one. listen. It's Yeah, it's cool to listen to how he, like thinks about movies and his favorite movies and he did one with mads michelson and he just <laughs> he just calls him like the, the national treasure of sweden or something <laughs> like the whole thing yeah. and they do this whole giant intro for him and he's like everybody's talking with really high-pitched voices because my mads michelson is here and we're all in love with him like he's obsessed with the guy <laughs> i mean there are worse people to be obsessed with aren't there yeah he's a he's a cool guy Speaking of, speaking of Mads Michelson, I just watched uh, Doctor Strange. How was it? It's pretty good, right? Trippy yeah. shit. Yeah, it was. It was definitely trippy. The special effects were like I don't even know how they filmed like half of those scenes. But other than that, the narrative was like kind of all over the place. Yeah, but I only cared about the special effects. I don't go yeah. into Marvel movies expecting a, an amazing story any anymore. I don't know. <laughs> like just, Civil War was pretty damn good. Uh, and that's why probably I like yeah. I feel like the Captain America movies narratively speaking are stronger than the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole yeah two and three were amazing those are like uh, well, besides Guardians of the Galaxy those are like my two favorite ones and Guardians of the Galaxy is just really fun but you go into it expecting it to be fun at least I did yeah yeah I like how people were oh, touting that as, as as the Star Wars for a new generation and then Star Wars was <laughs> like hey uh we got three more movies coming out. <laughs> and they were like, oh, wait, there's going to be more than that. <laughs> oh, wait, we got to be a some... new Star Wars movie every year. And we got some spinoffs we're going to do. And uh... did, anyone, did anyone see that, that 
production photo they tweeted, or yeah, they tweeted out of like all the ca- the principal cast members of the Han Solo movie that they're making, yeah. and none of those characters look anything like the original cast. I love Donald Glover though, so I, I, am, I am totally happy with him being uh, Lando Calrissian. Oh, Danny boy! <laughs> Childish Gambino is awesome. He is seriously is fucking love that man. That right. title. I guess we can wrap it up. I can talk about movies for hours, so we'll not Yeah, I was about to say. I like how we went from PC culture to, to movies. That's a it's a what-the-fuck podcast. We're I know, it's a WTF, so we're talking about whatever we want. Um, but yeah, I think we should wrap this up. Unless anyone has any other pressing issues they'd like to discuss. Yeah, Near Automata, fucking great. Platinum Games, great. I'm so sad that Dragon Scale or whatever is not coming out. Dragonbound, Dragon Scale, whatever the fuck it was. I think it's Dragon Scale. <laughs> Honestly, Microsoft has totally shot themselves in the foot this generation. Dude, I was so hyped for it. I was like, I will so buy hyped. a fucking... Whatever you need me to buy Microsoft to play this. Near for Nadia, one, right? um, it's out it next comes week. Out, no, yeah, it comes out next week. 7th. Seventh. Seventh. I, I guess I gotta buy this game before that comes out. I played the demo, and I was like, dude, this is so Metal Gear Rising. Dude, like, when, you pick like, up, when you pick up the giant robot's arm. Oh, uh, yes! I was like, oh my god, this is so great. I love how it goes from like the hack and slash third person of Bayonetta. And they incorporate like to, the, the 2D platforming. L. Yeah, and the bullet hell. I was like, dude, this is so crazy. It's everything I love, and I'm just like, this is classic Platinum. Every single game I've played from Platinum Games, I have loved. Like, I I rate them very highly. Yeah, near, near, honestly, from what I played in the demo, is even a cut above their typical stuff. And it seems like the game was like a passion project for them. I I definitely wouldn't rate it above uh, Bayonetta, because I'm just in love with Devil May Cry 1 and 2 and 3. 4 is okay. Well, we got to see what the game's like when it, when it finally fully comes out. Near might be, um, like, amazing. Well, every single game I've played from them, from Platinum Games, I've loved. Like, there's nothing with it that I'm like, you know what, this was so bad that I couldn't enjoy the game. Like, to me, Platinum Games, every time they make a game that I've played, it's I've always enjoyed every single moment of playing it. There's never a moment where I'm like, yeah, you know what, I think I've had enough for today. It's always, I should probably sleep. I probably... Pro- uh... <laughs> Like, that's, that's how it's been. One for 101, Bayonetta 1, Bayonetta 2, Okami Den, the one that they made. I love Okami Den, by the way. Okami is a great game, highly underrated, that no one fucking talks about. Oh, Everyone yeah. Okami. Okami out zelda most Zelda games. And like, the lore a, a, was great. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, fake language they use in that game, though, annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. The weird, but, like, whisper. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. They have cutscenes that go on for like 20 minutes. And it's yeah. just people going, I suppose, for like 30 minutes. And it's like, Jesus, everyone let me skip. Isn't that what you listen to to go to sleep sometimes? Hey, ASMR is different. <laughs> that, sure, that's, that's usually like like physical noises like this. Like that's that different sounds than absolutely disgusting. I know it does. <laughs> well, that was, that was a poor example. That was me rubbing my Gatorade bottle, but. Oh. oh, you guys can see me, but <laughs> yeah, it's usually like he did one where it was just like the sound of like mixing like shaving cream in a bowl, like a traditional, like like a shaving, like a traditional shaving cream set, mm, like how you yeah. have the big brush and everything. Yeah. yeah, that's a good video. You should watch that one. <laughs> that'll knock you. That'll knock nah. you out. All nah. right.
I think it's time to close down. I think it is. Yeah. Before, before Riker goes off on another tangent. I didn't bring up the near thing. I did, no, because I, I, I just played it like two nights ago, and it's amazing. Yeah, you just got a PS4. Yeah, I know. PS4 Pro, yeah. Although, he told me a story how it's not really his. Yeah, my little brother. So, the story is, uh, I was going to buy it off of a coworker who won it in, uh, at a company party. Because we have raffles at our company parties where I work. And um, he sold it for 350 a PS4 Pro, which is like 400 retail. And I was going to buy it, but then I paid tuition. And I was like, ah, just kidding, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> and then my, I told that to my little brother, who uh, happens to work with me. And he decided to buy it. And now it's set up in my room and I use it. <laughs> oh, you just and you just gave me a really good reminder to go pay my student loan. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. Uh, Guys, I should have done it installments. Holy shit! Boys and girls, go pay your student loans. Boys and girls, pray that you have a wonderful Ototo like I do. Ototo. <laughs> he is oh. my Kawaii Ototo. Kawaii Ototo. Kawaii. That sounds like the name of an anime. Kawaii Ototo. Kawaii, not Kawaii. <laughs> Kawaii is, is scary. Yes. Kawaii. I've, I've, I've mooned enough to know this. Moon. Sometimes anyway. I, I, I pet his head. Aww. Mm. Does he glow? Does he shine? No, but he, he bought this little, like, nightlight thing that glows and shit, and I'm just like, what, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? Fucking weirdo. I should bet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. It's gone too far. This is this is it's time to end. It's time to stop. I feel like show's always ahead on the uh Show's always trying to ship us. God damn it. I won't deny. <laughs> anyway. So Chinoda, you've been suspiciously quiet all evening. Have I? You're still tired, aren't you? No, I, I actually woke up. He's actually dreaming right now. Yes, this is all a dream, Chinoda. Go to sleep. Huh, if I sleep in a sleep dream, what happens to the dream that occurs afterwards? You fall deeper into a deeper sleep. Have you never had had that where you've slept like... You've Actually, had a dream that has happened dream? to me. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's creepy as Don't shit. Don't do dude. it. Yeah. Then you gotta ask yourself, is this a dream? Is what happened not? to my towel? Hold on. Oh. oh here it is. Oh my. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my. Oh shit. Look at those arms, man! Lead us out, Alex. Time to go. It's time to go. So, uh, yes, uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode of Animex Up Ever Dark. We sure enjoyed not being politically correct about anything we talked about tonight. Um, it's not that a bunch funny. of shitlords. Yes. Um, uh, if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, uh, you can check our audio version of our podcast out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, just search Anime Club After Dark. Uh, if you want to see the video version of our pod of our past podcast, you can go to uh, YouTube uh, and search for Anime Club After Dark. Um, uh, want to keep uh, in touch with us? Go to uh, Facebook.com slash group slash Anime Club After Dark to uh, join our fabulous Facebook group where I totally don't post cosplay all the time. Um, uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at animeclubafterdark at gmail.com uh, and tell us why we have been shitlords and we deserve to die for all of our opinions. Um, what else? Oh, uh, our website, uh, animeclubafterdark.com. 
where you can check out links to all of our past episodes and uh, reviews and articles. I just wrote one today, as a matter of fact. You can read it and cry. It was um, quite beautiful. It was. It was very difficult to write. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. The dungeon's one year old today. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh well, then or, that is good. Yesterday? Either way. Anyway. It's a good enough for me to, to, to mention it. Uh, yes, Chinoda has a dungeon you can go to. Please don't go to it at work or you will get fired. Um, <laughs> yes, and or arrested or both. Um, Probably both. Or uh, just executed, actually. That too. Uh, it's animeclubafterdark.tumblr.com, I think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this episode not sponsored by Heineken. Uh, although, John fueled by Heineken. <laughs> John, John, sponsored by Heineken. Is John fueled by Heineken, or is he sponsored by Heineken? This all could be an elaborate ploy. <sighs> he is Heineken. He is. Do it in my mouth next. And with that, I am going to tell you that, as always, I have been Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Drink responsibly. Bye. Play Horizon. I bought a TV. <laughs> <laughs>